Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. This is Jerron. This is Isabella. And this is Val. And joining us for this episode is Dale Moore, who is the Program Director Operations at Starter Studio. On tonight's show, we will hear from Dale about internships, innovation, and entrepreneurship. Great leaders and whatever else comes up. Also coming up this episode of Intern Whisperer Live, as Val said, we're going to talk about some great leaders, entrepreneurship, and the coolest innovation in your industry. Oh, it's my turn. So, (laughs) (laughs) thanks, guys. Um, I'm distracted. So, I'm going to give social plugs. You can find us on Facebook. Intern Pursuit is on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Google+. And you can find our Intern Pursuit game on those same channels. We're at Intern Pursuit Game, at Intern Pursuit for the software. And you can also listen to us live on MixLR.com forward slash Valencia College Radio. You can watch us live, and hopefully people are. So we're going to stay tuned. <gasps> Hi, Diana. She's here. <laughs> Yay. We have our first person. So we're saying hi. We love you. Thank She's you, Diana. She's our number one fan. She is. <laughs> She's beating out your aunt. Just know, so we're going to have to let Darlene know this. She aunt was first after, though. Hi, Diana. Diana. You are rocking. Thank you so much. Okay. So anyway, back over here. Back to you, John. But of course, before we begin with Dale, we're going to talk about our first sponsor, Starter Studio, an accelerator and co-working area located in downtown Orlando. A cool co-working space to 100 plus companies working in areas of technology and supportive businesses. A healthy startup community doesn't exist in a bubble. And Starter Studio is working to connect startups to a broader entrepreneurial ecosystem that will help them grow. You can find them at StarterStudio.org. Thank you, Starter Studio, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. So um, tell Diana hi, because obviously she's listening to us, but let's like write her and say hi. So Dale, you are wearing so many hats at Starter Studio. Mm -hmm. I see you and you are running a mile a minute. And I am always in awe of your organizational skills and how much you accomplish in a day. Why don't you you tell our listeners what you do at Starter Studio? So I'm the program director at Starter Studio, and like you said, I do wear a lot of hats. My main focus is building great entrepreneurs, building great startups. So I run our accelerator programs, which are boot camps and workshops and events for entrepreneurs. Um, I also do a lot with operations and managing our members, making sure they're happy, managing the facilities, Um, also a lot of community outreach as well, and make sure we're leveraging a lot of the awesome other resources for startups in Orlando. Yeah, I know that. It, and it sounds like that is a very short segment as to what she does, but I believe me, you know, to any of our listeners, <laughs> oh, look, thanks. And another comment went up there. Thanks, guys. Um, she does a lot. And I was in Starter Studio Class 8, mm-hmm. and I know how incredibly hard she works, but she doesn't do it by herself. I know that there's a lot of people that support um, starter Studio, and so we'll give a yeah. shout out to Donna too. Donna's Absolutely. the executive director. Yeah, she, she has a she's worst job. She has to raise money for exactly. it. Exactly. She has to keep all the 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 parts spinning and get funding to do what we do. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, it sure does. So when we say what is a typical day, it's everything from giving people tours. It's making sure that you, we have snacks that the place is always uh, looking shiny for all of us. Like last night, she was up there, and she was changing light bulbs, like at 8 o'clock at night. Sounds like a person who wears many hats. Yeah, (laughs) that's what she has to do. So she does everything. It's all about the experience, right? First impression is one thing, walking in the door. But as we give tours, that's when people really understand what Starter Studio represents. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure when they get in the kitchen, it doesn't look like a disaster. When they see all the member desks, it's not like a dark cave, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. She does, too. So our program is all about internships, and where did you go to college? Um, I did my undergrad at Rollins, so I grew up here in Yay, Orlando. Yay, Rollins. That's yeah. my alma mater. Yay. Uh, I grew up here in Orlando, went to Dr. Phillips down in South Orlando, and uh, studied international business because I've always grown up with a very international mindset. Loved learning languages, but at a young age, I found the power of business 
and mm-hmm. how money basically runs the world. So I wanted to use business on an international level to do good and expand my own horizons and my network. Mm-hmm. So. And you went back to school. I did. Got an MBA. Yeah, so after, um, after Rollins, I graduated. I worked for about a year doing some small-scale consulting kind of internship, working part-time, but... I wanted, um, my dream was to go work for a big clean tech company like Siemens or GE or Vestas. Wow. So I needed to get my MBA. So I found a small kind of unique program out in Oregon at Willamette University. It's very similar to Crummer here at Rollins, a small Mm. private business school. Uh, They had a program for young MBAs, for sustainability management, right? I wanted to go work in clean tech. So I jumped. I went as far away as I possibly could on the continent, uh, went out to Oregon and was there for a couple years. So I got my MBA in entrepreneurship and sustainability management. And How cold is it there? Uh, it's, it's not too bad. It's more that you just don't see the sun enough and oh, that wow. gets old. Is that happy? Is that a happy place? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the the people are awesome. The mm-hmm. food is great. The Just the environment there with the mountains and the wine country that nobody really knows about. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. The coast, Portland, the city, the big city. It's nice, but at the same time, I miss the sun. I mean, I'm a Florida girl. Mm. It was a great experience, though. Did you know you were going to come back to Orlando? I did not. Um, So what's interesting about my experience there, that's where I really got into entrepreneurship. I was on a track, and I had these professors who were – cashed out entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs who were really successful, turned into investors, turned into professors to kind of share their wisdom, inspire the new generation of entrepreneurs. So got in that track, took a couple of those classes, um, and I was in a student angel investment fund. So it's a really unique program where we got like 50K a year as a class, and we were active investors in these angel groups throughout the Pacific Northwest. Wait, is that up in Oregon? Yeah. Oh, wow. We don't have anything like oh, that no. here. That yeah. would be amazing. I'm, I'm trying to work on it. Yeah. yeah it's Because it's a very like tailored program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were investing in innovative tech startups, but we would see these deals in our group. So, for example, I'd go up to Seattle every other month, be a part of this clean tech investor group, bring the startups I saw back to our class and we would pick like one or two to invest in each year. So that gave me a lot of great experience for what I do now in terms of how to evaluate a company, how to build companies, how to build entrepreneurs. How um, did you, how much money did you get to invest? Uh, it depended. Um, typically it's like 50,000 a year. So maybe like two in 25,000 investments. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Could yeah. you imagine like, here's 50,000. What would you do with it? <laughs> Um, what, was, yeah. what was the result of most of those investments? Um, I, I mean, I don't know too much about the returns now. Mm-hmm. I think the fund's probably been open for like maybe eight years or so. I know most of the companies that they've invested in are still growing. They're still going. So I think they've had a, a few successful exits. Hmm. Um, I think their average is better than just angels in general. That was an evergreen fund also? No. no. Okay, so our listeners may not know what an evergreen fund is. Mm-hmm. And, and including them, okay. I have no uh, idea. Yeah. So. so an evergreen fund, that's something that we actually run at Starter Studio. We have a seed fund. The point of an evergreen fund is we make small investments in these uh, up-and-coming companies, and when they potentially exit down the road, say they're acquired by a big company in their industry or maybe the IPO or whatever, that return we would get goes back into the fund to fund new companies. Mm. So it's just a different style of economic development and and sparking entrepreneurship in our region. Mm. So we've been running that a couple years now here in Orlando. Um, But there aren't too many. It's modeled after a program in Cleveland, Ohio called Jumpstart. That was uh, started, I think, 13 or 14 years ago to really revitalize their their region economically. And they've had tremendous results. So we're doing something like that here, too. So there is a window of time to apply for it. Yep. And it closes on the 15th. It does. So there's still time. The application is in-depth, but it's it's not too scary. So if anyone's debating on applying, I would definitely encourage you to do that. And I'm applying, just so you guys know. Okay. I'm applying, yeah. yeah. 
Sure. I expect to hear some news on the show later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. And I was asking Dale what the process was like, and I, she was telling me that there's an interview, so people will submit mm -hmm. the applications, and then I guess the panel reviews them, yeah. decides who's going to be called in for the interviews. So it's very much like finding a job, just to be mm -hmm. clear. And then when you come in for the interview, then then what? Yeah, well, it, it's very competitive because the teams can get anywhere from 25000 to up to 225000 in funding. Um, and there isn't a lot of funding in the Orlando area kind of at that range and for companies at this size that are just kind of getting some traction. Um, but they do online applications, come in for the interview, which is basically like a presentation and answering a lot of tough questions from our board. And then within like the next week or so, we make decisions and, and select our class. It's a six month program. So those entrepreneurs are committing to a certain number of hours each week to growing their business. They're surrounded by entrepreneurs and mentors that have been there, done that, um, investors as well. So we, we coach them a lot with like their specific needs at that stage. Okay, so lots of prayers. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Okay. Are you particularly focused on tech industries, or are you just basically open to any type of well, entrepreneurship? Well, the, the two accelerator programs we have right now are focused on tech and innovation. Our definition of technology is fairly loose. I like to say if it's tech-enabled or if it's either an innovative technology solution or even an innovative business model, an innovative way to serve a market and bring a solution to market. That's really interesting to us as well. But our space in general and our community is open to absolutely everyone. We see that the most value comes from having artists and creatives and accountants and technologists and business people, whoever it is, in our space, utilizing and gathering in our space too. So just being a part of Starter Studio, there's no restrictions on that. And how many classes have you had at this point? go through your process for our idea stage accelerator um, we just graduated our ninth class so about 75 teams have graduated and then in our seed fund uh, we've graduated I believe uh, 12 teams so far so that's a lot newer program mm -hmm. a lot more time intensive as well but we're seeing a lot of great results and watching these teams grow and go from idea maybe a minimum viable product to market-ready product, making sales, growing, getting investment, building teams here in Orlando is really, really rewarding. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's that's the exciting, that's the next next phase. So yeah. Anyway. Yep. Um, all right. So that was, you shared about your degree. Um, did you do an internship? You said you did one up there I, in Oregon? Uh, yeah, I actually did a few. I think I've done every version no. of an internship <laughs> possible. Um, so Kind of going back to your question, Val, I wasn't anticipating to come back to Orlando, but when I graduated, I found that a lot of people in the Northwest were in entrepreneurship and startup and investing in clean tech, and so I kind of wanted to take my experience and my skills and passion to bring it back to Florida and specifically Orlando where I saw a lot of opportunity. Um, so by that point, I'd done an internship here locally with a really small like global consulting company um, that was for about a summer after I graduated from Rollins and in that internship I really just learned what it means to provide good quality like client services and to get really crafty in helping clients from around the world that wanted to start a location start an office in Florida and we were helping them do that so it was kind of one guy and a couple other part-time employees running this consulting company. So I got to work at his side and see from his decades and decades of experience how he worked with clients, mm. how he presented solutions to them, how he would troubleshoot and stuff like that. So that was a good experience. I was still really young, fresh out of college. Um, then when I was in grad school, I did an internship for the Salem-Kaiser Educational Foundation. So like an educational nonprofit in the small town, which is actually the capital of Oregon, Salem, Oregon, um, helping K through 12 kids um, from low income areas get access to better, better education. So I did different project management um, like activities there. So there I learned to work with my fellow MBA team and 
We researched like alumni databases. We built a, a business plan with a marketing plan and financing and all of that. So that was very much, it was an internship, but we were like this little project management team. So we had to figure out the problem and the solution really on our own. It was, they were very hands off with that. So that was a good experience. That is good. Anytime you can actually work with somebody that's like you said, decades of experience Mm -hmm. and have the ability to get more hands on. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so valuable. I, I did one more internship. I, I'm telling you, it sounds like these were dream internships, honestly. Well, I, I had to get creative. Um, the one in grad school was kind of required, but we got to pick the, the client company. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a capstone? Uh, a little of? bit, a little okay. bit, yeah. Um, and actually, I forgot, the summer in between my two years of grad school, I came back um, for the summer, and I interned with Orange County Animal Services. Oh, that's in their sad. marketing department. No, it was amazing because yeah. I've volunteered for them for like three or four years, um, helping work with the animals. And is that my where you families. got your dog? Uh, actually, no. Okay. Yeah, but I, I would have. I did adopt my dog though. So. Yeah. Um, so that was cool because I was interning for Orange County government. Very, you know, structured environment. Great team. Great people. But I had to learn there to be very dynamic. You know, one time, at one time, I'd be building a PowerPoint um, or we would do education out in the community. So we'd go uh, visit apartment complexes and teach kids about pet and animal safety. Or I'd be touring families and people looking to adopt or be working with their directors, see what we could do differently. So it was a great experience as well that I just reached out to them and said, hey, I'm, I love what you do. I want to come back. Do you have an internship? So that's what I did for the summer. So you created your own internship. I did. I did. I had to, yeah. Yeah, that is creative. So how many internships would you say you've actually had? Uh, There were three three. she just named. Yeah, Yeah. three officially. And I guess for a person going through college, what do you think is a good amount to have? Obviously at least one for sure, but what do you think? Yeah, I would say maybe two Mm -hmm. um, because – you might have a not so great internship experience and I'd hate for that to shape how you look at entry level jobs or career path opportunities. So I would say two at least, um, or working somewhere part time. I'm a believer that everyone should have to work in either retail or restaurant industry at some point. Oh my in god, their life. serving <laughs> others, yes. So I, I did a mix, like I worked almost full time during undergrad and then I did an internship that was more kind of professionally and career focused too Mm -hmm. but I had to really get my hands dirty working in retail and restaurants so I've done the retail but I've never done restaurants but I appreciation for yeah people who serve I mean I I work with I work in housing so I haven't done retail you hear lots of complaints I'm sure (laughs) I've heard enough yeah (laughs) yeah this isn't working my dishwasher I need somebody now or just so many different things yeah Mm -hmm. but it's all customer service, mm-hmm. too. I mean, that's one of, I think, the most valuable skills is client services, customer service. But they're all dealing how with how to work with different kinds of people. Exactly. Deal mm-hmm. with different kinds of people. Build relationships and build rapport with people real quick. It's really important. It's always important because customer service is the one skill that crosses over no matter what you're doing. Whether Absolutely. you're teaching or if you're doing sales or if you're over there, the after-hours we have people that clean our office down there at Starter Studio, and mm-hmm. they are in customer service. When we walk in, we want to know that the trash is taken out, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So what piece of advice would you give somebody that's seeking an internship? I kind of think she answered that question, but it's like, yeah. t- get a lot. <laughs> Yeah, and I think you pointed it out. Um, Getting really creative, you have to be motivated. You can't just kind of do some light searching online and apply and expect to get anything at all, but especially expect to get something that you really find valuable. Mm -hmm. So I encourage everyone to be just very bold and reach out to those organizations, visit them if you can, find someone that you can talk to that's there. And um, even if you think there's not maybe a current opportunity or a very visible internship opportunity at that space, find someone who works there. Ask to take them out to coffee and just learn more about their job there and their experience there, and that can be a great way Mm -hmm. to get in. Um, But, of course, I also 
have a passion for entrepreneurship. So I, I think there's a place for um, if it's just not your cup of tea or you're not finding the right internship at that time, put it on hold. Maybe start an organization. Either start a company, start a nonprofit, start a group at your school, at your church, or in your community, and just get that experience of building an organization, taking on projects, taking on I would tell you, they don't even have to start a nonprofit because then you're kind of competing for a lot of dollars. But yeah, something volunteer small, something one, they're passionate about. Because they are desperate for people. Absolutely, yeah. So they would love anybody yep. that's willing to come in and work with them. Yep. So that's key. Yeah. But now you've been on the other side of the table. Now mm -hmm. you've been the employer that's working with them. Mm -hmm. I've brought students that have been um, doing hospitality and event yeah. and marketing and graphic design that have been working with Starter Studios. So yeah. what has your experience been like now on the employer side of it? Yeah, definitely. And I do want to give you a shout out. So Isabella and the Intern Pursuit team, you guys Thank have you. provided me... I don't know, five interns five, yeah. at this point, all amazing from different areas. So that's kind of saved our butts this year. But um, so you're asking my, my advice or my experience? Sorry. Well, both, okay. actually. Um, so, yeah, I've worked with maybe or I've, I've hired like 10 or so interns now from different schools, very different departments from marketing, hospitality, events, graphic design, developers, business in general. And um, it's been amazing. I, I try to be a good in-between for interns where I'm definitely older and more experienced, but I'm not quite unrelatable. So I like to be mm -hmm. someone that they can come to and they can trust at the organization to ask questions and present ideas mm -hmm. because the last thing we want to do is stifle any ideas or thoughts that they have coming into this organization with a fresh perspective. So I uh, like to sit down with a new intern at the beginning and really learn about them, their interests, um, of course, you know, their experience so far, but more so what they're looking to gain in terms of skills and experience because because the way our organization runs and the wide variety of like activities and reach that we do, I have an opportunity to place them in very different departments or roles or stick them with very different projects so I like to meet them in a little in the middle a little mm -hmm. bit and say all right well here's kind of what we need help with here are some top projects but I I let them almost pick a little bit their their top projects so they feel a little more empowered and excited for what they're working on yeah that's really key being able to be feeling like they have some ownership. But it's always yeah. the why. You and I were talking right. about this earlier. And mm -hmm. I, don't, I think you guys were doing your own thing on the other side of the table. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the millennial research that I read always says that people want to know why. Simon Sinek says we have to ask the why, right? But I don't think that's a novel concept because two-year-olds come up and say why, 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 why over and over and over again. So I think it's innate. It's something that we always want to know, well, why do I have to do it this way? Tell me why. Because then you're able to invest in it, whatever it is that task is and be able mm -hmm. to maybe be more enthusiastic about it mm -hmm. and be able to um, feel like you can actually contribute. So I think yeah. you're spot on. Good yeah, job. absolutely. And yeah. just having... A wide variety of experience and having that experience of I keep saying like just like getting your hands dirty is really important not being afraid to like do some dishes at the office if that's what needs mm -hmm. to be done on top of your other kind of high like value projects that you're working on so yeah that's definitely true yeah. so um I think you answered some of my other questions was what's really valuable that you learned from the internship and how is it actually applied into the roles that you've had? So you've given us a lot of great insight on this. It's something that you've been able to mm -hmm. use as a mentoring tool with others, but then it's also um, taking the reins and just saying, hey, I'm going to go find my own mm -hmm. opportunity mm -hmm. and being able to, to get what you're looking for out of it. And, and every intern's different. Um, Every person's different in terms of how much ownership and initiative they're willing to take. Some people want a little more guidance, at least at first, and some can spot opportunities and places they can help right away. So just taking time to listen and observe your, your new intern can go a long way in terms of helping them and better utilizing mm -hmm. them. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. Most people don't realize that it's an investment. We're investing in our time and our energy into others, right? right. But it, it goes both ways because I know that you have to feel on the opposite side of the table that this is an investment also that you feel like you're getting something and you're able to contribute. It's circular, really. Mm -hmm. Well, let's move on over to great leaders. <laughs> so what leaders do you feel have really impacted your life? My life. Um, a lot of people. I learned so much from listening and observing other people. Um, I would say, related to this, one of my great leaders was a professor I had in grad school. He was one of the guys I mentioned who was a serial entrepreneur. He was very successful retired really young, traveled the world, and then got bored and came back to teach at Willamette and build this investment fund and teach all these students. But um, he was just very real with us. Um, and I don't think there's one piece of advice that he gave us that didn't ring true with me now working with startups on a and investors on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I see all of this time and again, all the mistakes they make that, that he would talk about. So I just admired... His, he wasn't too academic, which was nice because he was also just relatable, down to earth, and he would just be very honest with us. So I think we appreciated that because when you're in school or just graduated, you, you have this kind of reality check and your expectations have to be in check a little bit. Otherwise, you might graduate and be kind of disappointed you're not finding the opportunities or getting the opportunities you want. So he said to us, look, entrepreneurship is a very real opportunity you're never going to get paid what you're worth working for someone so go start your own organization think about your own network you have the skills and interests that you have already and and start with that and just build from there so it was my first real big eye-opener to the world of entrepreneurship and creating opportunities for yourself and for other people right mm -hmm. that you might hire or work with um, and that was huge because I went from very traditional business school, very kind of corporate educational experience to say, hey, I can go start my own organization. So that was very impactful for me, and I appreciated his approach to that. I know that that was one of the questions that uh, was asked of you in my class, like, well, what, what venture would you start? Um, yeah. I've had a million ideas. Um, Right now, and I'm, I'm in a position where I get to teach and help other entrepreneurs. So it's like teaching a man to fish. It's kind of this network effect that you hear about all the time where I can, I can have a, a bigger impact on um, entrepreneurship here by helping entrepreneurs. And when the timing's right, I'll pursue my own ideas. Mm. I just I, I kind of like where I'm at right now because I'm, I'm a connector. I'm very resourceful. I can put pieces together so I can bring resources and opportunities for other people. Yeah. And Go one ahead. question I did have, yeah. kind of going way back into the earlier of the conversation. Okay. Um, I know you were saying you have like an international mindset at a young age. Why do you think you developed that kind of perspective? Oh, man, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I traveled quite a bit as a kid, <laughs> but it was more just around the U.S. We'd do major road trips. I had three older brothers, my <laughs> parents, so we'd you know, get in our minivan and go everywhere. Then you when mean I mean like vacation? Yeah, yeah, oh. vacation. Um, but then in uh, like high school, early high school, I got to go to England and Ireland with one of my older brothers, and that was still one of the best trips I've ever had. But I've just always appreciated diversity, and again, like different communities and different people have different things to bring to the table mm -hmm. so I was always curious to learn more about different communities around the world it's always big into history and humanities I um, took a couple international trips in high school so that's when it really solidified for me that what I said before I could use business to to travel right and also to do good along with that so do well by doing good yep very nice yeah, yeah. I just acknowledge you had a very like diverse outlook on just a lot of different yeah. things so I was wondering how yeah. like, came to that one how did that come uh, to yeah I'm not sure um I so when I was in undergrad I studied abroad in mm -hmm. China I'd been studying Mandarin Chinese for a couple years at that point 
because I saw Chinese as a... Can you speak it? Yeah, I can. It's uh-huh. very rusty. <laughs> so Alani, yeah, Alani <laughs> did the same thing as you, yeah. another previous guest. It was the sponsors too. <laughs> yeah, what is that? They're like well-traveled people, oh. and she did the same thing. She went and she went to school there and learned it, and she can speak it. Yeah, that's also. Um, <coughs> so I spent a semester in Shanghai, one of the biggest cosmopolitan cities in the world. Um, that's also where I met my fiance. So it has a special place in my heart. I think that sounds like a honeymoon trip. <laughs> that sure. we are engaged in. That's yeah. the first uh, destination on our honeymoon is Shanghai. So it'll be ten years. Wow! So awesome. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Well, so thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, and she's recently engaged too. I think it happened last month. Yeah, March, like mid March. Yeah. So, so well, it's still months. very new, and I don't <laughs> feel like we've made any progress, but we'll get there. Yeah. So. So there's going to be a save the date, and everybody's going to go to China to go to the oh, wedding. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, everybody's welcome. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be an expensive <laughs> wedding trip. Like, you'll get no gifts because everybody's coming to the wedding. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm okay with that. Take a brief moment to uh, thank our second sponsor, BMDM Marketing Agency. Uh, BMDM is a direct marketing agency focused on helping companies reach individuals through online and offline means. Their newest product enables them to send postcards or letters to the homes of anonymous websites, Visitors within 24 hours of their visits. Using a patented IP matching technology and our in-house on-demand printing. You can reach them at bmdm.com. And now we're going to move over to Val, our new associate intern producer from UCF. He just visited last month and is now on the show. So we want to welcome him. Yay. Welcome. I also want to say thank you for being our first spotlight. Yes. (laughs) I also want to be able to um, say we're going back into game production. Um, We're setting up a meeting with Sophie, who's done our game music and also the music for the show. We will be having some new music coming out. Okay. Yeah, something to look forward to for June and July. So just saying, hey, listen in for the music. Is it the same kind of feel, or do you know? Like, it's still going to have that sci-fi, but we have different worlds. Um, that It's going to be full game production. Mm-hmm. So right now there's a demo, and we have a Mars level, and it's like Ice and Fire and a Neptune. So people can play the game, internpursuit.com forward slash IP game, or it's game. It just says game. Um, but people can play the game. It's downloadable, single player, tower defense. If you don't know what that is, then you won't understand. So play the game. You'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> you can. But it only plays on a PC, not on a Mac yet. But the new game, full game, will be on a Mac and PC. And it will be something that um, is multiple worlds. So right. think Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Men in Black, all of those worlds. I still hope to one day be on that game. We have Breezy. I you know the other what? One, but I'm we like, were I'm just open. talking about that. I was talking about that with Aaron last night on the game call. And I said that I wanted to offer a prize because next week we are going to be um, announcing our student influencer and our brand ambassador job descriptions. So when we do the little competition that will be in place is who will be our next intern Avenger on the, the and game. And I did come up with that title. That is true. And I'm so <laughs> thankful. Yeah. So it's going to be joining the interim pursuit league of superheroes and who will be that next avenger that joins <laughs> us so yay that'll be fun anyway we're going back to you val now Let's you're get in the to hot know seat val. all right so first of all Feel what is your degree okay. uh, i'm currently pending advertising and public relations okay and what made you choose ad pr uh, APR seemed like a great degree to go into, mostly because I wanted uh, to not only have some creative ability within whatever job I decide to go into in the future, but there's a lot of different things you can do with a degree like that, and particularly in advertising, uh, you get to express... Yeah, I think that mic's yeah. going to have to be like way closer. Yeah, is that better? But I'm looking to see, hey, can anybody hear you? Um, yeah. I mean, particularly advertising is a field that allows a lot of different opportunities for jobs. You can write, you can produce films. If you want to do commercials, you can do a lot of different avenues with it. And I thought that that would be a good uh, way for me to flex my creative muscles. And on top of that, um, I find the field to be extremely interesting, and it applies to a ton of different walks of life. And I think it's a great 
way to get introduced into the field of business. So Yeah. And I always find it funny that uh, people have an aversion to sales. And I go, really? Well, you're perhaps it's uh, you're using the wrong definition of what sales is. It's about relationships, wouldn't you mm -hmm. say? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then I go, so how did you get your first job? You had to sell yourself, right? Very true. How did you get a boyfriend, girlfriend, or even a <laughs> friend? You know, <laughs> you have to be able to put yourself out there. And it's about um, risk and not being feeling like being rejected. I probably should listen to this, right? <laughs> I know that I need to listen to what I'm saying right over here. So anyway, it's all really about that. So, yeah. Were there any industries that you explored before deciding on that major? I was originally thinking about film. Uh, film was a passion of mine all throughout high school. I made a short film and things like that. But Is it still on... Like a channel? Or uh, yeah, you could probably find it on Vimeo. It's called Plensation if you want to look that up. Um, uh, you could probably find it somewhere. Um, <laughs> but I made a short film, and I did a few other things around film in high school. I did some advertising stuff as well throughout high school. And when I came to college, I was like, I'm going to do film. I think that's going to be the avenue I wanted to go. But I just don't think I can le live and breathe film like a lot of film majors do. It's the every waking moment of their life. Yeah. And uh, I just, I'm not ready to commit myself that heavily to an art form. So I want to be more involved in business, basically. I know some people in advertising and advertising turned screenwriters. Yeah. So yeah, it does happen. Well, I mean, I don't want to like yeah. to also know them as well. Yeah. yeah. Production. Definitely. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I mean, that, that is something I always knew that like, if I ever wanted to do film again in the future, it's not a closed avenue. I can exactly, always, yeah. yeah, I can always go back to do that. Do you like to write? Yes. Yeah. And I've, writing is a passion of mine that you could do both in advertising and in film. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good writers are very much in need, that's for sure. It's yeah. like salespeople, too. Right? Everybody needs them. I know personally when I was like going through all the uh, advising processes to figure out what degree I wanted to go into for sure and how to do it, everyone was like, get a writing and rhetoric degree or a minor or something mm -hmm. because writers are in short supply out there. And mm -hmm. it's definitely great to be a trained writer. So mm -hmm. hopefully yeah, do that as well. There's so many types, whether mm -hmm. it's creative or if you're doing something that's more technical writing. Yeah. Very different. Mm -hmm. Copywriting, if you're going into advertising, is also mm. a big field. And do yeah. all those different types oh, of yeah. things. Yeah. So. And like for, of course, you wanted to go get an internship. So I just want to know, how did you come across meeting Isabella? I met Isabella. <laughs> at same way. Yeah. <laughs> I met her at. Uh, UCF. UCF. I can't remember the name of the event now. <laughs> the Intern Pursuit. The Intern yeah. Pursuit. <laughs> yeah. UCF has uh, the same name. Yeah. Inter intern Pursuit. Mm -hmm. And um, I met her at a booth. And we ended up talking about radio, and next thing you know, I ended up here. And yeah, uh, so this is cool. You, yeah. yeah, same story for me. Yeah, yeah, I am so lucky that I found <laughs> both of you now. This is wonderful. I'm also just happy I talked about production in general. <laughs> I know. Two days before, I looked up people going to be there. I saw your name. I looked up your company. We have a production branch. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of hard to get this type of a position, right? When yes, you say it is, it is. Yeah, but. It worked. It worked out. So <laughs> he did an internship, and it was through UCF. Um, are you going to try and do the same kind of route? It's, it was with the PBS station that was with it UCF. Was. I mean, that one's more for radio television people. Mm -hmm. So but at the same time, they have a promotions branch, so maybe they'll branch out more. It just depends. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to take this from here. I mean, it, it all depends on what opportunities come across my way. And mm -hmm. I mean, uh, broadcast journalism is a love of mine. It was always something I did back in high school too when I was doing it alongside film. It's not something I want to stop doing even if I don't do it professionally. So Yeah, but um, podcasting is everybody gets to be their own radio yeah, exactly. personality, mm -hmm. right? So and advertising and podcasting are becoming a, you know, a big discussion yeah. about, mm -hmm. you know, how do we there's so many great podcasts out there that are great for advertising and So what's a podcast you think's really good? Wow, there's so many. Um it all depends on what you have interest in, and you can find a, podca a podcast about anything. On every yeah. topic, um, yeah. There's a bunch of great history podcasts out there if you're into history. If you just Google history podcast, it, it will make history way more interesting mm -hmm. uh, for you. I recommend that. Uh, the Joe Rogan Experience is a personal mm -hmm. favorite of mine. Um, I recommend him to anybody who kind of just wants to like know about comedy or any type of like uh, more entertainment type podcast. Mm -hmm. um, Philip DeFranco, he's a great news podcaster if you like news um i'm not a big fan of watching the news because i think it's very depressing to watch so mm. i get my news through him because he's more of like a direct look on the bright side of things type mm. of news podcast very great 
podcast to watch. I like um, Reed Hoffman's Masters of Scale. And you it. should listen to that one. I should. I haven't yet. It's it is really. It is so entertaining. It moves very, very fast. They do interviews and they uh, slide in all types of. Um, there's uh, either sounds or other little clips, sound bites that people can listen to, and it makes it so engaging at a very high level, and highly, highly um, uh, a learning tool. So for anybody that's in entrepreneurism that you, you want to learn from some of the you know best people in the in the definitely in the United States but maybe in the world they, they bring in like Mark Zuckerberg they bring in all different types of people um, different industries and they tell their story and they can say so this is what it was like and what I've learned is overnight success is rare <laughs> it's usually 15 years to yeah. get to this mm. place of millions of dollars the harder you work the luckier you get yeah oh well that's, that's encouraging yeah, for that's me. A great way to i am i i work really hard so i'm hoping that this is the uh the year so yeah yeah that, that sounds like the tim ferris podcast as well i forget what it's called tim ferris i'm gonna look at this one up experience experiment i don't know but um is it two r's or yeah two r's two s's everyone should check it out um I think he's interviewed Joe Rogan, too. I know he's friends with him, but mm -hmm. he's an author. He was author of um, Four Hour Work Week, Four Hour Body, Four Hour Chef. Um, but he's, Here it is. Two R's, two S's. Yep. And his podcast is really, really popular, but he interviews world-class performers in all different kinds of disciplines. Um, so business people, military, athletes, community leaders, politicians, and He's really, 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 really good at digging into the details of why and making things digestible and practical for you and I to implement in our everyday life. So I would check that out, too. Oh, wow. And he even has on his site um, the top 10 most popular episodes. Mm -hmm. So he's had, like, Jamie Foxx on his mm -hmm. show, mm -hmm. Tony Robbins, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jocko Seth Godin. Willink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Tony Robbins twice, part one and part two. Wow, that must be a really good show. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, I'm going to be listening to this one. This one sounds good. But, of course, going back to Val, what do you want to get out of your internship, or at least what do you want to learn from your time of pursuit? Oh, wow. Uh, I want to learn a lot of things, hopefully. That's the big goal, is to absorb as much as I possibly can, um, not just on the side of how to run a radio show or a podcast, but also I want to learn more about networking. I want to be able to understand what it's like to work with somebody in the professional environment because I haven't really gotten to do that outside of serving where mm -hmm. in a way <laughs> you're on your own as a waiter you have a manager but you know it, it's a lot of times up to you to mm -hmm. figure make out what the experience yeah, yeah make the experience and make sure that everything works out for them and when you're doing something like this you're working with people and you're trying to create more of a teamwork environment that's very professional so I need to learn more about doing that and um you know, just the general, I mean, one thing that surprised me is how involved you are with technology in, in terms of, you know, using all of these different applications for uh, m managing your staff or managing, you know, your time. So the reason why is that I'm a business consulting firm. Yeah. And Pivot itself, you know, that's the parent company, and then I have subsidiaries underneath it. But when I work with different clients, I learn about a new technology all the time it's like oh you use this so that means I, I don't need to try and persuade them to use what I my preferences are I need to understand what they're using and see which is the best technology for them so that's honestly how I've learned so much about different ones and I I love it yeah I love that no I think it's it. great I think that there's always skills that I'm personally always working on in time management and personal organization there's something that you can always do a little better mm -hmm. at so anything like that I'm always really willing to learn something new from somebody and like trying well, to grow as a person. Well, that is encouraging because we are going to have to start taking everything up. We were talking about this. We would like our listeners, and I'm just going to throw it out here. This is one of our goals, guys, is to do more polls and see if we can get our listeners to engage with us. So when the show is uh, flipping over on the recorded side, we need to think about what would they like to hear us talk about too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I've been asking people, and students are telling me, students and obviously employers, but entrepreneurship, leadership, those are really the top topics that they like. Mm -hmm. They love hearing about the entrepreneur stories, so I, I feel like we're doing good in this area. But what else could we do differently? Oh, and we do have something exciting next week. 
We're going to keep coming back to you, though, Val. Okay. Yeah. So next week, I am working. You're going to have to help me say Jolene's last name. Terratech? Terracatech. Terracatech. Yeah, sorry, something Jolene. like that. We, we're so sorry, Jolene. Um, she is the owner of Style Squad app, and so Jolene and I we're going to be doing a once a month segment on student fashion and preparing for job interviews and what does that look like for the summer? How we should always be prepared for meeting anybody at any point in time. So we're going to go and take um, two male students and then two female students different weeks. Go in and say, can you get for $20 a complete outfit to go on a job interview, whether it's conventional or creative? And we're going to go into a store, and thrift store, and we're going to see what we do. And it's like a showdown between, uh, in this case, Jolene and I. <laughs> so if nice. you are a lover of Chopped, which I did, or any of those types of shows where you know two people are competing – She's the professional stylist, and I am not. So I am really hoping that I can um, be somewhere in the ballpark because uh, I've seen what she does, and it's beautiful. She puts mm -hmm. together beautiful outfits. So we're going to be dressing men and women, students. So it'll be fun. So and it'll be, be on the lookout for that. Yeah, so watch for that. So the different things. You're going to get to learn about student fashion, and that wasn't even on your <laughs> list. No, no. That's, yeah. that's the beauty of an internship is you're going to get to learn yeah. a lot more than you probably anticipated. All different anticipated. types of stuff. <laughs> but, of course, you were able to land the internship because of your uh, networking <coughs> and securing that job. So what would you say, or at least what advice would you give to those seeking those internships like you? Uh, it could be intimidating to find an internship, um, and I think that you put this very well, is that like, <laughs> you have to really try. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't even know Intern Pursuit existed until I got into the program and someone told me that it was there, and I wish I would have started earlier by, you know, getting online and yeah. looking around about what resources, you know, your school has to offer for you, um, but just apply to a lot of stuff, talk to as many people as you can. Um, it takes time. Yeah, it takes time, um, and not everything's going to work out, but you will, you know, you might as well try. There's no, yeah. You, yeah. yeah, you can't hurt. Sorry, the yeah. door won't open if you don't try. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. I think the fear of failure is something that is uh, yeah, it's paralyzing for people. To get over. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's really like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, I mean, what's if they, the worst? If they're going to tell you that you don't want an internship, I mean, they're not probably going to. That's not the end of the yeah, world, yeah, right? It's like, go on. to the next person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I know at least when I talk to, like, throughout everybody out there, I talk to probably 30 people. And mm -hmm. I only heard back from a couple of them. You know, it's like, even though I put my resume out as many places as I could, plus mm -hmm. everything else I was doing on top of that. And the same goes for finding a job. You know, it's not easy to mm -hmm. sometimes find, you know, work, even when you're just a student. Um, you just have to apply to everywhere you mm -hmm. possibly can and hope it works out. Yeah, and so interestingly enough, um, today, you know Stephen Bowles, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he reached out to me and said, so I know you've used a lot of interns. I'm looking to hire an entry-level person that's actually finished their internships, and his, sh his uh, company is Showflow, Showflow. Showflow TV. And I said, you know, I have four that would be great, and you can talk to all of them. And two of them have worked on TEDx events, and Stephen is involved with TEDx also. Um, TEDx Orlando, and then he um, he's met all of these four people, and I said, so you've actually met them, and here they are. So <laughs> check them out and see if they're a match for your company. So that's really um, it's always about who you know, and sometimes it's who knows you. Yeah, very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's good advice. Mm. And we're running out of time, but I want to get in your great leader. Okay. So who do you believe is a great leader that has influenced your life in a positive way? Oh, um, man, there's so many good ones. Um, I, I'm not sure if I've ever talked about They don't have to be famous. They could be personal, too. Just yeah, so you know. okay. Um, uh, I have a professor. His name is John Bamford. Well, I guess he was my high school teacher. Mm -hmm. He was my English teacher. Uh, he was an amazing person. Um, not only was he, like, a great teacher, and like you said, I think you said this earlier, he's not necessarily focused on the academic. He's more focused on learning, which may mm -hmm. not always be the same thing. Right. Um, so... Uh, just a great example of, you know, getting involved in, I remember I went to him when I wanted to start my first club and I went to him when I wanted to start everything that I had never gotten to try before. And he gave me advice and he, you know, helped me throughout the, the way. And I think that 
everybody needs to find someone like that in their life, especially when they're younger, because it can be really intimidating to try something new that you've mm-hmm. never done before, especially when it involves adults and other different types of people mm-hmm. that you have no idea how to communicate with. It's not, it's out of your comfort zone. And th- he was just very encouraging in that. And mm-hmm. I, okay. So yeah. special shout out to him. That's yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want to say thank you, Valencia College, for letting us be on this campus. It's always great to be here. We love being here with this state-of-the-art social broadcasting studio, the great atmosphere, the knowledgeable staff. We love you, Q. Again, special Mm shout-out for him. And I know that we have another show that's going to be coming in, so my shout-outs are thank you to everybody that's uh, past, present, and in the future. uh, Interns that have worked with me, are with me, and will be with me. Um, thank you to my clients, and then also thank you to my own um, friends. So that's my. All right, my shout out is to Val for being our new co-host. Oh, thank you. Hey. Oh. And my aunt Darlene, like usual, which you know. Yeah, yeah. Aunt Darlene <laughs> and Diana. Thank oh. you. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Diana, for joining us. And Any shout outs for you, Val? Uh, just thank you, Dale, for joining us. You're a great guest. Mm-hmm. Any shout outs from Dale? Oh yeah, of course, my family, my fiance Alex, but you, Isabella. Oh, thank, thank you, you. for. Building your company, building the show, just providing all of this oh, thanks. access mm-hmm. for, for interns and employers. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks. So you're going to wrap us up, Jerome? Yep, and we're going to st- uh, end it like just how we started. So like with the, this is Jerome, this is Isabella, but with you too. So you ready? All right. This has been Jerome. This is Isabella. This is Dale. And this is Val. And thank you for listening to the Intern Whisperer Live. We'll see you next week.